evolving. Wee. I literally just watched Mike rotate. It was 180 degrees, but <laughs> it <laughs> was still. Hello and welcome to the distraction hole. You've just fallen in. I'm your host, Kevin, and with me this week is Magical Mike. Mike, how you doing? Magical, I guess. Okay, and we've got Dapper David. How you doing, David? It's candy corn season, bitches. I got candy corn. Ooh, I'm happy. We have to get some more candy corn. Yeah, candy corn. I, I can't have it, but, you know, it's good stuff. I, I mean, I shouldn't I like have it. much. I mean, but, I mean, in my defense, the last bag I had I lasted most of a year. That's true. It so. did. <laughs> I, I space it out. In fact, I, what happens is I forget about it for half the year. So <laughs> therefore, true. it's like I just only have candy corn for, you know, half the year. Yeah, that's true. And, and, and David, here's an important question. Brock's only, right? Uh, let me see the brand that I have on this. You'll hear the bag crinkling because I'm a professional. Uh, yep. This was at Dollar Tree. This is Zachary brand mm, since 1950. I've heard Zachary. of Zachary. They're not bad. I mean, they're no Brocks, but they're a little more waxy than Brocks, I think. Since, I, since I've already established that there's a crinkling wrapper, I'm just going to occasionally reach into it and eat candy corn throughout <laughs> the episode. That's fine. So. It's like Mike's ice clinking. That's all. <laughs> it's it's all just part of the, it's the We ambience. are professionals. But yeah, yes. yeah. At the grocery store the other day, I saw the Halloween candy set up. I was like, damn, they, they just get here earlier. Pretty soon, it'll be like july christmas you know the july 4th stuff comes down and then poof, spooky season yeah. i don't know they still i'm waiting for i'm waiting for spirit of halloween to open up oh, oh we saw we week out home one. decor in general we, we were out today when we we're getting kevin's shoes for dragon con and we saw a spirit halloween in a disused strip mall yeah mm -hmm. did, did you see those things that they're doing this year they look like the vhs like clamshells no but no. they have like stickers and pins and stuff in them no i haven't and seen the, that and they're the the vhs they look like the vhs tapes for like halloween 2 killer clowns from outer space oh that's cool um yeah yeah it's really cool like i kind of want to because you know if i were to collect vhs tapes i'd mostly just collect them for the actual cases because no cool. i understand i love uh vh actually i want a vcr and a crt so i can like go to that service online that will take modern movies <laughs> and make you vhs conversions of them well Hell yeah. well you know there there were there were uh Japanese uh, Yuritsu Yatsura fans that were doing that. Yes. They took the new series and recorded it on to like VHS or beta <laughs> uh -huh. and watched it that Which way. Which I think is great. That's cool. I mean, that's it's cool. dumb as hell, but I love it. So. No, that, that's fantastic. Well, guys. Like, I get it. Guys, guys let's, let's talk for a second about the, uh, the orange lightsaber-wielding elephant in the room. Mm -hmm. Uh-oh. Ahsoka has debuted. Yeah. Mm. Ahsoka has debuted. I think all three of us have seen it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, you guys know me. I'm a curmudgeon. I want to hear y'all's opinions, and then I'll tell the world what I think. Because, as you know, I hate everything. Okay. Well, um, so, spoiler, like, anything prior to Ahsoka's fair game. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like, Rebel, mm -hmm. Clone Wars, whatever. Um, as far as, like, um, I don't think we have to worry about spoiling too much in these first two episodes. Yeah, uh, and There's, honestly, if you're listening to this, you're gonna get spoiled, spoiled on something yeah. probably. And and I, yeah, I don't think there was much groundbreaking in this. I mean, we is yeah. basically stuff we already knew before. Well, sort of. There's well, one thing we'll talk about. Yeah, but. 
Well, I guess I'll kick us off by saying I think they did a pretty good job of, like, introducing the characters without having you need to watch Clone Wars and Rebels. Because um, that was, like, my biggest concern. Because, like, I, obviously I've watched Clone Wars and Rebels. I made Holly watch them. She enjoyed them. But, like, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, Ahsoka showed up in the middle of Mandalorian Season or Mandalorian season 2, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how they introduced her into this universe. But yeah. now we have Hera, uh, uh, Sabine, Ezra. Um, I think Chopper. they did a pretty good job of setting the groundwork, and then, mm-hmm. of course, they can always introduce more stuff as they go through. But I, I think they did a good job. Yeah. Um, and also, in a, as a Easter egg and a... The Mandalorian, they had Zeb. Yes, mm-hmm. in the yeah. last season they did have Zeb, Not, and if yeah, he doesn't be, turn up in this, I'm yeah, mad. I was going to say, I, I would assume he would. You would think he would. Um, it's yet to yeah. be seen, but he. I mean, I don't expect him to be like a regular character, but I do expect him to turn up at some point. Yeah, something like a hollow transmission I honestly, or something. I honestly wouldn't be mad if they also had Agent Callus show up oh, and, God, like, man, cool. and like him and Zeb in a relationship. <laughs> you know, and here's the thing. If they do have Agent Callus, I kind of want David Oloeo to just play him as is. Oh, yeah. No, just go for it. Like, yeah, yeah I don't care. I don't care if, like, the skin color is completely different. It's just, like, the, the guy's voice is Callus. Oh, you know? yeah, no. And so that, that and those sexy-ass mutton chops. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> a couple uh, of pork chops on so, the side of his so head. So, to continue the casting thing, I'll mm-hmm. say... That, you know, since the beginning, you know, when they uh, already, you know, loved Rosario Dawson and then Mm -hmm. I already loved the character, you know, Ahsoka. And then, you know, for her to be playing Ahsoka, that was like, great. Um, I don't like the Sabine actress. She's a really good Mm -hmm. fit. Mm -hmm. I I do like, uh, I don't remember her name. The lady playing Hera? Hera. God, I can't remember her name. She doesn't look anything like Hera, but that's okay. Um, like, you know, I, I think um, I'm trying to remember the name of the actress, like, uh, Mary she, Elizabeth Winston. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. it. She was in uh, yeah, Birds Pilgrim. of Prey and Scott Pilgrim. And she was mm-hmm. also Ramona Flowers. Yeah, no, oh, and, right. and she's great. No, and and I like her, and I don't have a problem with her in this. It's just a little, you know, having watched, you know, Rebels, you know, trying to. I miss Vanessa Marshall's voice. Yes. Right, yeah, thank and, you. And trying that's to where like, I was going to go. You know overlay those two characters yeah. it's a little well you know for what it's worth i think uh mary elizabeth winstead like has the hera mom energy thing going yeah it also it Which... also doesn't hurt that she's like married to you and mcgregor now that's true yeah, yeah. but um that's, that's another no, thought I, I, I... are we going to see their kid yeah i i think we'll probably see the kid in the next couple of episodes um you know and then of course we should also mention uh ezra yeah, uh, yes. I don't know who they cast as Ezra, but I, he um, he sounds like Ezra. Well, he doesn't just yeah. sound like it. There's this moment where he's talking well, to her, and he gets awkward, and he, he, he scratches the back of his head, and I'm like, yeah. that's Ezra. Mm-hmm. Well, that yeah. moment right well, there is even, Ezra. Even from the beginning when you know they first you know announce the casting, and you know you go look up headshots of this guy, it's like, okay, yeah, that's Ezra. He can yeah. be Ezra. Okay, uh, Iman Asfandi as yeah. Ezra Bridger. Uh, Iman Asfandi, that's yeah. who the actor is. Okay. Well, I like him. I yeah. thought he was Fuck, cast he looks very like well. Him. He does. He looks like a grown-up yeah. Ezra. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, like, general impressions, how did you guys feel about it? You think it was a strong start? I, mean, I did, yeah. actually. It was definitely one of the, I would rank that, you know, some of the strongest starts of, 
know, yeah. the new Star Wars series. Yeah. Definitely better than Obi Wan. You put yep. it that way. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, I, I also I also appreciate that they had Clancy Brown come back as a writer. I love actually that whole sequence was full of little moments, and I was very happy mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. that. Yeah, the the one kid from the Imperial Academy that Ezra was undercover at, mm-hmm. uh, being now the governor, or, or not senator, governor, being a senator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah, I didn't I did not pick up on that. I, yeah, David pointed it out, and I went back. I was like, oh yeah, that kid, um, mm-hmm. Chopper. Oh god, yeah, Chopper, I'm my look, special boy. Chopper. <laughs> they better they better have more chop shenanigans. Yeah, no, and I love. The fact that Chopper's one of the few droids that when he says something in his little chop-chop language, you're like, oh, mm-hmm. no, I know exactly what he just said. Like, like, did you touch my stuff? Like, you could yeah. hear it. Yes, and then she says, I did not touch your stuff. And he, yes, you did. I was like, well, then that's We can also mention uh, Hu Yang, which was a, a... I was surprised to see Hu Yang come back. Like, I knew he was coming in, but the fact that, like, they brought him back was like, oh, wow, that's interesting. That's kind of like a deep cut. Oh, the droid? Yeah, because yeah, he, yeah, yeah. uh, yeah, he was in those Clone Wars episodes with the mm-hmm. younglings constructing their sabers. Yeah, and, um, well, any yeah. excuse to get David Tennant, um, I'm okay with. Because he, he also, if I had a dollar, if I had a dollar for every time David Tennant played a fan favorite robot, I'd be <laughs> at least like three bucks. Be, because he was also Fugitoid in the 2012 Ninja Turtles series. You'd be able to buy That's yourself right. a fancy latte. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe. And he's Scrooge McDuck. Yes, I love, I love... Man, you know, here's a funny thing about that. This is a sidetrack on a sidetrack. Um, <laughs> back when I first discovered The Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck by... Um, Karl Marx. Not I know Car- Don Rosa. Don Rosa. Yeah. Uh, I was reading, and I was like, Jesus, if they ever did an animated version of this, I would love to see David Tennant play the young <laughs> Scrooge McDuck. And then when mm-hmm. DuckTales came out and they announced David Tennant, I was like, son of a bitch, he stole my idea, and I'm not even mad about it. Right? Yeah, that's and, and talk about a show that went out on a high note. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, was, I was sad when it was not, didn't continue, but it's also, you know, good that it didn't just limp along until yeah. obsolescence. Yeah. Can I bring up my thoughts on Ahsoka? Sure. All right. Please do. So no, we don't want to hear your opinion. Oh well, fuck off. Y'all Next have subject. Fun. Y'all have fun. <laughs> no, uh, here's the deal, right? Um, I didn't like Clone Wars. So I never. I watched Rebels, I, but I never. I got tried to, Clone to watch Wars. Clone Wars. I did not enjoy it. Clone Wars is tricky. Um, it's got a lot like of what, shit filler, man. What you do is you don't watch it like straight through. What you do is you watch an arc. I, I understand that. That's how it works in the Discworld series. You read an arc. But right. um, Rebels was a different animal. And I realized mm-hmm. watching Ahsoka, what I, and this goes with like, you know, I love the Mandalorian, hated Boba Fett, uh, huh. did not like Obi-Wan as much as I wanted to, and it dawned on me, the deal is, I like when David Filoni plays in his own sandbox with his own toys. Mm. So it's like characters he created. Like, yeah. And this is that. This is like all his characters come together. And mm. I like that. I like when it's him doing his thing. So this is like everything I hoped it would be. And not really any of the pro. Well, okay, I got one major problem with it. I am sick to fucking death of Star Wars characters looking for maps. 
It's a MacGuffin. In every yeah. new Star Wars thing is we're looking for a map for Luke Skywalker. We're looking for a well, map to the Sith. We're looking for a map to uh, well, just fucking every okay, show so, has a map. I mean, this one isn't as egregious as the others. This I one guess, makes a shitload of sense. I, I think. guess it's still modern maps think, hidden in like the, ancient tombs. The, the map to Luke Skywalker was the dumbest one. Uh, I guess I felt like no, the, no, no, I think the, the, the one the to Sith, the Sith, the Sith was blade dumber. with the the actual cutouts of the Death Star wreckage. That one I felt that was the dumbest, but uh, the Luke I mean, Skywalker one was pretty. When you have a map dumb. to a person, like yeah. it, calling it a map, you just just call it like you know information, coordinates, like intel, yeah, of where Something. someone is. Yeah, it Not doesn't have map. to be a map. Why does it got to be a map? Why do they have to be lines? It's space, y'all. Come on. Because um, shit moves in space. Did you know that? It's well, always moving. No, not everything in, in space. Well, well Kevin, moving? star in Star Wars, things don't move in space, and there's also air in space. So you know, it's it's Star there's Wars. No it's not air in space. In Star Wars, there is. No, there isn't. Yeah, there is. No, there isn't. Then why did Leia nearly die? Where? In the second Star Wars movie, what? people got sucked out of windows in Star Wars. Where I don't remember that in okay in in um uh, the the uh, the third uh, prequel the last Jedi uh they got sucked out and in the second uh yeah yeah it was the yeah, last Jedi last Jedi yeah. uh when they blew the thing up Leia was like dying in space and like well that had doesn't to force count. pull himself Jedi. in that's last Jedi that doesn't count uh, yeah, it, there, there's no air in space but in the in the original in the original trilogy. They had to have the breather things. Yeah, but they didn't need a spacesuit. Yeah, but they were also in a creature. Yeah, but they were in a little asteroid that didn't have enough gravity to hold an atmosphere. I yeah okay, but the, the, I'm just the, saying the, the, there was there was like an atmosphere in the creature's stomach. <laughs> but there was no there was no like airlock, so it was just open uh, the, to space. The creature just kept its mouth open, except when it was ready to feed. Well, its mm. mouth was open, therefore all the air, air would go out. Yeah, yeah I. That's what I'm saying is that Star Wars it's is a not. It's movie of space wizards. It's not hard sci-fi, so I, therefore, you know there is no. But shit moves. You distracted me. The point is, and that wasn't even the point. I was just saying shit moves in space. <laughs> the map is useless. But my point is, um, I'm tired of maps. Star Wars being the MacGuffin. Can can it be like a yeah. Kyber crystal or like? Um, well, I mean, it's it's. See, the problem is, is the map. Is because it's always it's an adventure, right? Mm. And you need a MacGuffin that continues the adventure. Okay, what if they're looking for like an arc? What? Oh wait, that was a different uh, Lucas thing. My bad. I mean, it's just you know when you have to go to a new place, the information you have to find for it is a map. I mean, also, well, speaking of another place. Uh, this is like the first time outside of the expanded universe novels we've had an extra galactic mention of anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think oh. it's going to be the Yuzon Vaughn. Oh, I God, hope I hope kind not. Of, I kind of hope that they use a little bit about I don't. the idea. Oh, God. I thought the Yuzon Vong were cool. Fuck you, force immune bug aliens. Come on. It's just <laughs> Z. And, and, and not just that, it's the Tyranids from uh, 40K. That are immune to the force. It was different. I I appreciate, it, but it sounds like it's going to be the Grisk or something the, from uh, the, the recent canon novels. What are the Grisk? That, that's um, a thing you get in your teeth when you're eating meat. That, that's grizzle. Oh, damn it. so grizzle. so um, Timothy Zahn did another 
uh, Thrawn trilogy that's like canon. Oh, and he, he created okay. this race called the Grisk. Um, that the well, the, here's the thing: I don't know if it can be the Grisk because the Grisk, I believe, were in the unknown regions, and this um, this galaxy looks opposite of the unknown regions because it's in like another galaxy. So mm. maybe it's not them. Okay. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. All, all I know is that they're space whales, and I like that. <laughs> the space, you know, I wasn't mad about the space whales. Let me, uh, I got a picture of a grisk. I'm going to oh, post it for okay. you guys. You got to post it in host chat? Yeah. So, the, the grisk, they kind of look like the Vong to me. He looks dopey. Oh. Uh, here, here's some fan art of the grisk. It's kind of um, like I, if... Again, like, they kind of look like they took the Yuzon Vong and kind of tweaked them a little it bit. It looks like... Yeah, okay, I see that. It looks kind of like Darth Maul and an Urukai had a love child, it, they, and then... They look like vampires. It, it, look, it looks kind of like the, the, the builders from uh, Prometheus. Yeah, a little bit. The nose reminds me of an orc, or, or a troll. I don't... Or, I don't I, I, no, I don't no, it's a... If it's, if it's a vampire from the Masquerade had sex with a xenomorph... I, I don't know a whole lot about them. All I know is that I'm like, because I haven't read the new Timothy Zahn novels. Yeah. But, um, like, like they're, it looks like they're the kind of replacement to the Yuzon Vong. Like, yeah. Because it, it looks like, it looks like, uh, Thrawn's narrative is the same mm-hmm. as it was in the old canon. He joins with the Empire because he's trying to build up a defense for, you know, something in the unknown regions. And then, yeah. Oh. Say, yeah. I just feel like this is a, um, I don't know. I don't know. So so you mean the kind of retcon? I remember like when I found out that... They were trying they, to retcon the well, Emperor was... Yeah, that he was trying to like build up defenses for these aliens that, you know, only he knew yeah. about you know, from that's, another galaxy. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like some Fox News bullshit trying to make George sounds, W. Bush sound like a better president. That sounds like Empire Apologists. Well, no, no, I, I don't think it was like I, I don't think it was an issue of Palpatine trying to like protect people. It was more about like protecting himself, if that makes sense. Because eh. the whole outbound flight project, from what I remember, um, like was like absurdly expensive, and like people died, and he didn't really give a fuck. He just wanted to make sure like there was a way to protect get his power. Me. Get away from me, aliens! Well, what I mean, I don't like. I, I obviously never read the books. Right? Yeah, same. But the the synopsis I read painted it as oh, yeah, it was a, them mm. as Palpatine came to power and specifically sought out power, oh. and everything he did was just to oh. defend their galaxy from these aliens. Oh, oh, oh no, definitely not. But you could tell, like, yeah, in the, in the universe, people would probably make that argument. Sure. Um, yeah. But, it just sounds you know, like here, flocks well, news. Here, here's the thing. I know that the Yuuzhan Vong were supposed to show up in Clone Wars at one point. There was a, a series of scrapped episodes involving a Yuuzhan Vong scra- scout ship. Mm. So, I just... I'm kind of glad just, they I, didn't because now they can move forward and do something that isn't them. Because I I read about them and it was it just sounded dopey to me. I but don't it, know. it just it's making sense to me because uh, with the 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 fact that like the the space whales I forget the names of them um, mm-hmm. the, the the fact that it's like a organic way of traveling through hyperspace mm-hmm. and the whole thing with the Yuuzhan Vong is their technology was organic because they were like technophobic. Yeah. So they use like you know yeah. animals and biological. You know things. what's funny? It's, it's, it's I'm just yeah. picturing hyperspace Fremen riding space whales. 
which is kind of dope. Yeah, no, I mean, like, that idea alone sounds pretty badass. Just some dude with hooks riding on a whale through hyperspace. Right. Um, with no spacesuit because there's air in space. God damn it, we're not <laughs> having this discussion again. Well, you know, I, I understand where you're coming from with, like, the map criticism, but at least this map makes sense because, like, that planet, that Stonehenge-type planet they were on, mm-hmm. is, had kind of, like, a planetarium vibe, r- so it's like, okay, it they Also, they built said in... it was built by extragalactic aliens. Yeah. yeah. So... I, I mean, it could be the Ricotta from, um... Uh, that's Italy? A, uh, that's a that's a type <laughs> of uh, pasta. Cheese. Cheese? Oh. Yeah, uh, did you ever cheese. play the older uh, the Knights of the Old Republic games? Unfortunately, no. It was uh, before I had a PC. Mm. So in the um, the Knights of the Old Republic games, there was a race called the Ricotta. They kind of looked like hammerhead people, like hammerhead sharks. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh, like the ones, they, like like the the Zelda peep, the, the Zora. Zoras. Mm, I just, uh, I'm not, just making not a joke. Quite. Let me. I'm, I'm going to send you guys another picture. I'm sorry. This is. Uh, I'm just <laughs> making jokes. He's yeah, no, cool. the but, um, I'm looking at him. But they Boy, had this they thing called dumb. like the the Infinite Empire, and they were the ones that kind of established the first things. And I guess they were also the creators of humans, like genetically, and that's why there's so many near human species oh, or something whoa. like that. These guys, it's been a while. Yeah. These are like these are like uh, Mon Calamari, except even dumb. dumber. Yeah, yeah. It's like but okay, that, hey. Let's make an alien species that eyes can get cut off real easy with a lightsaber. But they, they also had, like, these portals that they made that allowed you to transfer uh, between points in space without, uh, like, a, again, it's like, ah, fucking Star Wars canon, man. Yeah, so much of it. Instead of Star it Wars, these guys. Man, Star Wars just ruins look, Star Wars. Look, your eyes are in your skull be- for protection. These guys will, like, shoot their eyes off. Unless they're unless they can they're like, all bipedal. Unless they can regenerate their eyes, that's a very poor uh, genetic or evolutionary branch. Like I, I know that I do a lot of bipedal aliens in my comic, yeah. but I also do a lot of not bipedal aliens. Well, and like Star Wars, every, Star Wars has that Star Trek problem of everything being well, so, so human looking. So I don't know. Well, they had an in-show reason so, for that. So yeah. in in my opinion, bipedal makes sense for an intelligent species because one you want the f- the fewest number of limbs is the most efficient right so right. when you're you know starting out four is kind of like the lowest number of limbs you can get away with as far as you know before you learn the whole walking upright thing and the walking upright is kind of like a uh, what'd you call it anomaly well, mm. I mean, a lot of birds walk on two legs, but that's because they ended up taking their front legs and turning them into wings. Mm. But it's easier to walk on more than two legs. I, I don't know. Just give me more uh, aliens that don't look like humans with like different letters for heads. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's fair. But I'm just saying, yeah. so, you know, going from four legs to two legs because you want to free up your you know, a couple of appendages for like, you know, whacking off or, you know, holding babies or whatever. That, that was your, your that was your first. Yeah. I mean, to the, there's the two extremes. You got whacking off and you got holding your babies. God damn. Um, so Watch you your know, hands first. You, yes. But that, that's the whole thing. And you know, that whole hunting thing, that doesn't really count, I guess. But I don't know. I, I don't have a problem with bipedal aliens 
because it seems like it's like crabs. It's one of those kind of. I th- it it's, seems it's like it'd be a conversion. Everything comes back. Why aren't to? there more sentient crab aliens in Star Wars? Crab because people. because because the the crab thing takes so much energy they can't develop their brains. Mm. I want my crab Jedi. Crab eye. <laughs> crab God eye. Damn it. So <laughs> anyway, the point I really wanted to get at though is I really <laughs> enjoyed Soka. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I liked it. I liked the actors. Uh, I do think it's a goddamn tragedy they didn't have Hera's voice, voice actress play Hera. So, so any, things you, uh, any things that you guys are looking forward to, like you're hoping to show up in the season? More chop. That's, I, that's a whole I reason know that there's gonna... I want to see the show was Chopper. Yeah, I know there's going to be a Clone Wars flashback with Hayden as Anakin. Oh, good. And they're going to have they're going to have Ahsoka there. I mean, they kind of have to, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really hoping it's an ish, uh, it's a thing where they have just Ashley Eckstein record the voice. Oh, that would be neat. Because I, I I I love Ashley's voice as Ahsoka. Yeah. And like I I love Rosario. Uh, she, she's great. Oh yeah, she's absolutely. Great. But like also like Ashley is Ahsoka for me. So mm-hmm. I, I hope they at least kind of do something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and looking at the uh, pictures of the voice actress, uh, Vanessa Marshall, mm-hmm. I mean, she she looks, I mean, and a lot of times when, when you're doing something like this, you can't, you'll, they will, not you will, but they will, like, tweak character designs to look closer like the voice actor. Or she does have the face shape. And, and that's probably what they did here, is they just had a rough idea and probably had some concept sketches, but once they hired the actors, they kind of, like, tailored the, the look of the character to closely fit. Because mm-hmm. I just hear that happening a lot. Like, um, with, like, Lower Decks, a lot of those mm-hmm. characters were like reimagined to look closer to the voice actors, which, you know, it kind of makes sense because that make gives kind of like the voice actors kind of a stake in, you know, the character and mm-hmm. it's kind of like yeah. you know, identifying well, with them. So, but then again, she is kind of older, I guess, than, you know, yeah. Yeah. Like this where yeah. Hera is in this mm-hmm. stage in life. So I can see why, but I'm wondering if we're going to get a scene where uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead has to do kind of like the French resistance accent that Hera occasionally <laughs> dips into. Because that was like one of my favorite things, like whenever she would kind of dip into like that Ryloth French accent. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, a lot of people were thinking that Merrick the Inquisitor is probably Ezra, and I'm just like, no, can't be. That's, can't be. No. It, it would be too easy, and also it doesn't make sense. It, also, they'd be Thrawn's ripping off another fucking galaxy. They'd be ripping off uh, Tron Legacy. Yeah, I, I do. I heard. I did hear an interesting rumor about what like uh, Ezra's role is going to be. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much I buy it, but it would be cool as fuck if that were true. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically him, kind because of, he was always kind of finding his own way in the Force, right? Um, you know, he, he, you know, he had an unconventional teacher. Um, yeah, yes. he, he was unconventional. Jedi. like the fact that his lightsaber was also a blaster for a while. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Um, yep. but like from what I heard, he's going to kind of become like a, um, quasi Jedi monk, kind of like hand to hand combat, but with the force, which sounds cool. Actually, that sounds pretty fucking cool. Um, I, I could, I could be down with that. 
That would yeah. So we'll, we'll see if that happens, but I think that would be like an interesting path because I I do like how they're opening up the force, especially with the two um, the the two new force users mm. here, Balin, Skull. Yeah, they're and, uh, they're Shinati. more of dark Jedi instead yeah. of Sith. Yeah. So yeah, I'm glad. Which I'm glad they brought that. That's back. something I wanted to touch on is that they're just fallen Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't like the term gray Jedi, and they're not. No, it, uh, again, I'm going to ask you guys to look up that Freddie Prince Jr. interview where he rants about the whole idea of how stupid gray Jedi are. Yeah. Because it's fucking funny. Um, yeah. Hearing, yeah. hearing Kane and Jarrus talk about how stupid gray Jedi are. <laughs> but uh, that, he's going to be a Dragon Con. That, we could ask him about it. There you go. That, but that, <laughs> no, that's a struck production. Oh, so. Damn. But uh, hypothetically, no, if you had been in a Star Wars series, <laughs> no, gray, gray Jedi is just something for terrible fanboys to glom on to mm-hmm. um, yeah. that don't they they don't see themselves as you know evil enough to be sith but they don't want to be you know virtuous they're just kind of pieces <laughs> of shit yeah you're just a, you're just a butthole is you're, all you are you're a piece of shit but you want to have cool jedi powers and a lightsaber uh i feel like being completely good or completely evil to be so limiting shut up nerd it's like it's not even like lawful neutral. It's like, yeah. you know, what is true neutral? How how fun was playing a true neutral character? In if I die, tell my wife I said hello. Yeah, yeah it's the... Uh, yeah, uh, the, the, the neutrals from Futurama. Or, it's boring as uh, yeah. shit. You never know where you stand with a neutral. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So. Uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, Shin, uh, Shin Hati, I could fix her. Shin Hati? Yeah, the the Padawan. Oh. Yeah, I I, I could fix her. Could you? She's very, she's very attractive. Sure. I like her. Sure. I like her a lot. She she definitely also Balin is cool as fuck. Oh yeah, no, that dude I like him actually as a as a character. It's a, it's a shame he passed away. I swear. I did I here's the thing. I looked it up. I've literally never seen anything he'd been in before, and now I see this and I'm like, shit. Yeah, no, it sucks. I didn't really know i probably have had read it before but i didn't you know get it or know who the fuck he was so you know it's wild was he uh i think he was the original voice of gar saxon yeah yeah on uh clone wars god damn he was the original voice of gar saxon i'm glad huh, huh. Yeah, well, he's, he's been with huh. the star wars family for a little bit huh well, let me just say huh 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 huh, huh. huh. so yeah, he was in a really good movie. Uh, just if you want to see an interesting movie, I think you would like it, Kevin, because it's very Lovecraftian. Um, he was in a movie called Cold Skin. I've heard of that. Yeah, I, had, I that was one of the first reviews I wrote for that one horror website. Mm-hmm. But uh, basically, it's him and this other guy running, uh, like holding on to this uh, lighthouse, and uh, it's it involves like Dogon or I'm sorry, Dagon esque like sea. <sighs> Dogon. No, I know yeah, the movie sorry. you're talking about where they find yeah. the the deep one lady. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm familiar with it. I need to yeah, see it. Yeah, you should give it a try. Mm-hmm. So, guys, now that we've talked a bit about Star Wars, uh, let's get to talking about some actual topics. What have we been doing this week to distract ourselves? And I'm going to go ahead and start it with Mr. Mike over there. Damn it, I knew you'd start with me first. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, you should I have thought you were going to start with yourself, uh, but uh, so, nope. that was smooth. So, so I watched this clone or not uh, this Ahsoka show. God damn, I heard about heard of it. I'm drinking, motherfucker. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of it. Um, so, 
uh, other than that, which we all watch, obviously, um, I am like on the home stretch of Ranma one half. I'm on episode like 130 something out of 160 something. So I've got only 30 more episodes of that to go. And it's good to see like there's there's some acknowledgement of like the relationship between Ranma and uh, Akane. Mm-hmm. Like you, like at first it was very like you know they they both acted like they didn't care about each other, and you know there was no insight whether that was true or not. Mm-hmm. And so now they're starting to you know peel back that you know yeah they they do but they're both too shy and or prideful stubborn. to admit it stubborn yes so that's so this is a typical like anime oh yeah like, yeah unless it's a romantic anime you know that's you, you get that stretching yeah. of the... you know i find the wheel of time relationships between men and women and just relationships in general uh in the wheel of time kind of remind me of old school anime in that well, sense you know and, and jordan was a a slight bit of a weeb oh yeah i, I don't so, doubt that so, I mean, technically, the Wheel of Time is kind of like a harem anime. Yes, it is. Um, so that's, you know, been interesting. I mean, I don't have much to say about that other than that, really, I guess. Yeah. Um, no, no, I mean, you're making progress. Meanwhile, yeah. I've, I've watched like four anime, anime simultaneously. I'll talk to you about <laughs> that in a bit. Son of a bitch. Uh, and <laughs> still haven't. I kind of have this thing. I don't know when, where I get towards the end of something and I just stop watching it. Like I haven't you don't finished. Want it to I haven't finished Twisted Metal. I have like three episodes of that left. I should same should watch it because um, I enjoyed it. I mean, I never had a problem with it. Just kind of didn't. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Whether the other things I had. Um, uh, did you pick up Armored Core? Yeah, that was that was my next. That was my when I moved into the okay. game section. I was trying to think of oh, all yeah, the... Oh, yeah, because you have your own segments the, now. The watching. Look at the game! I was, I was, I was just <laughs> s- separating it into the what I watched and what I played. No, oh, I appreciate um, that. But I don't think there's anything else I really watch other than just, you know, YouTube bullshit. So, yes, mm-hmm. and so the, the new thing I started this last week, or two weeks, really, because we haven't done mm-hmm. this in two weeks, was... Oh, yes, well, I will say also I have just kind of stopped playing Tears of the Kingdom because I just forgot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just haven't gone back. But I started playing Armored Core 6. I bought it on you know, release day. I it got home. I remembered it was out while I was at work, so I used the Steam app and bought it there. My computer was off, so I couldn't like remotely start downloading. But when I got home, downloaded it. Um, we recorded that night, Supernatural Selection, so I had to wait until that was done. And then I played that, and... Got to the first boss, the first mission, the first boss, and died like 12 times. Goddamn. And <laughs> decided I was just going to bed because I was a little, still a little tipsy and tired. So that. Now, is that from software? That, uh, from, from software? Yes, from, from software. One? The people that brought, brought us uh, Dark Souls and Elden Ring. Yeah. Um, but oh, I. No shit, no wonder you died on the first boss. Yeah, yeah. But I. See, I'm. I played Armored Core back in the day. Like, I played all the ones on PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2. Even I played some. Um, I never. I got a PlayStation 3 later in its cycle, so I did not get... I don't know if any of Armored Core games came out for PlayStation 3 or 4, because both of those I came out came late to the cycle. But I played the hell out of the 
all the ones that were on one and two. I think that was like one, two, and three, maybe four, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, so, so, so like, how is it? Because I'm looking at it, I'm like, I'm kind of tempted so because I'm on my Gundam kit right now. It's, so what I've played, I've gone, gone through now two missions and two uh, training missions. So the structure of it is you start off on the first mission, and when you're done with that, you get access to some other things like there's a training mission you can do and then there's the second mission and after the second mission there's another training mission you can do which doing the training missions gives you the parts that are available in those training missions um and it's you know it's difficult but i would not say it's overly difficult like mm-hmm. i've not played i have dark souls 3 but never played it probably got it on a steam sale or something. I've never played Elden Ring, so I can't say, but mm-hmm. that kind of like extremely hard grind normally does turn me off. Mm-hmm. Um I I like when a game makes me feel like, you know, I'm awesome. <laughs> no, that's understandable. I mean, that's um, why you play the game. So, but I also love Armored Core. In fact, after that first night of playing I realized what the problem was, so I went into my room and dug through some boxes and got the Armored Core figures I bought years ago at, like, (laughs) EB Games or some shit like that. (laughs) They had these Armored Core series that, you know, all the parts are interchangeable, just like in the game, like the arms and legs and, you know, guns and all come off. So I got those out and put them over here as kind of like next to my computer as a totem to to make me do better. Now, now, here's a serious question for you, Mike. Why don't you 3D print a command interface to plug your controller into for Armored Core? Because I'm using... Make key- yourself an actual, like, like uh, bridge or something. Because, one, I'm using God's preferred control input keyboard and mouse. You can still, like, put that... You can still slot that into some sort of deck or something, like... I could. I mean, yes, I could, I guess. Um... But I had one, I hadn't thought of that. And two, you know, <laughs> keyboard and mouse. Look, Mike's not no, religious, but there are certain sins even he will not commit. Now, now, if I could get my hands on like a steel battalion controller and make that oh, work God. with it. Jesus <laughs> that's Christ, one thing man. I really wish I like. I never had the original Xbox. And this, mm. uh, but I remember the steel battalion controller. That just seemed like awesome with all the little switches and doodads and like two yeah. joysticks and. It's like that's the kind of shit I wish we had more of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like I, I I have a I mean I could I guess could hook it hook it up and use it. I have a Hotas over there, uh, you know the the joystick and throttle that you use for like flight sims and stuff. Bought it for Ace Combat and really have never used it, but a yeah. couple of times because you know I. So to show my nerd, I oh, do. Oh, you've done that, sir. To show more of my nerd. <laughs> Thank you. So I, where I'm sitting, I have my computer in front of me, right? But just mm-hmm. to the left of me, I have my sim pit, which is a fancy way of saying I have a TV mounted to a wooden thing I built. It is a plywood monstrosity. Yes, it is a plywood monstrosity. That mounts a racing wheel and stuff because I was doing a lot of like racing stuff, and I 
ostensibly built it for like Gran Turismo and stuff like that. Don't mm-hmm. ever use it for that. But yep. I also have ideas to mount, you know, uh, the throttle and joystick to it so I can use it. But, you know, I have not because I am lazy. Well, it sounds like you have something you can use a 3D printer for then. Oh, more of like the the uh, tables. Look, if you don't assemble an actual mech, I'm going to be so disappointed. <laughs> You're going to be disappointed, <laughs> I'm sorry to say. But but more of the, the table saw and some wood is what's needed for that. Because 3D printers are just not big enough yet. Well, you, or at you least use the ones the wood I can. As the frame, and then you print the printer stuff as like panels or something. Oh, on okay. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. And there is, there is, <laughs> see, see, I'm winning you over. There is a YouTube channel that I follow. Never, don't really watch a lot of his stuff, but he's building basically a authentic uh, A10 Warthog cockpit. Like in his room, he has a room <laughs> for his simulator. Jesus. And you step into this cockpit. And like it has all the panels and they're all lit up and all the switches do shit. They're, you know, connected to like Arduinos and stuff. So they emulate keyboards and it's all mapped to the, you know, the in software to do all that shit in the uh, flight sim. It's like that man has a lot of time and money on his hands. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he's not. Well, he is building some panels, like some panels he'll go through, like in his channel He'll show you, you know, how he, you know, built, you know, built the panel, put the knobs in it and all that. So, yeah, that's that's a little more than I'm willing to do. Sure. Yeah. Because I got a lot of shit I want to do. And that's a (laughs) lot. That's I wish I had that kind of singular focus. Like the people that amazes me when people have that focus, they can focus on and drill down on this one thing they like. They don't like anything else. They just like that one thing. So they can put all their energy in that. I don't have that. I like too many things. Well, well here's the thing. If you have that focus, you wouldn't be on the distraction. Hole. Yes, exactly. That's also true. Like, I'm, I'm like a uh, messed up gerbil, just like bouncing <laughs> from thing to thing constantly. And that's it, messed up gerbil. Yep. Need to draw that. <laughs> So, um, guys, would you like to take a break? And when we come back, me and David can talk about ours and we'll handle the rest of the show. Hell yeah, let's All do right. it. Oakley we'll be Doakley. back in just a minute. Hey, David, you know what makes our show great? What's that, Kevin? No ads. You know what would make it better? What's that, Kevin? Ads. What if, and I'm just spitballing here, we do ads for independent creators at reasonable rates? How reasonable? Overly. How about $2 per episode pre-roll? That is almost too reasonable. Might as well go for it. Let's send everyone to the contact page for Supernatural Selection. SupernaturalSelectionPod.com slash contact? Exactly. Just have them scroll down to the Advertise With Us section for more information. That sounds great. Now let's record the ad. Kevin? Yes, David? We just did. Whoa. 
And welcome back to the distraction hole. So uh, let me talk a little bit about something that's been distracting me this week. Mm-hmm. So first off, I play uh, D&D on Sundays for another podcast called Spooky Dice Bag. And I love Dungeons & Dragons. I've always loved it. And uh, I was like, ooh, I'm going to look up the history of uh, Dungeons and & Dragons. And, oh, boy. Well, yeah, no, there's some problematic shit. But this is the history of the game, not completely about the people. It does talk about that. And it's this great channel on YouTube called DM It All, which <laughs> I thought was cute. Yeah, Sounds like damn cute. it all. But uh, he's got some interesting videos. He talks about different classes. He talks about, um, you know, some of the history. Um, like his latest video. Well, okay, he hasn't updated in like five months. But uh, his latest video was Dragonlance number three, the stuff worth skipping. <laughs> so, and like the big dumb D&D fighter, D&D class analysis. But uh, he does, like, the history of, like, the original Dungeons & Dragons, what they called the White Box from 1974, mm-hmm. and how it was a, uh expansion for the game Chainmail. And then he did the history of Advanced Dungeons & Dragons, which uh, is the one everyone knew, you know. That's the one that yeah. if your mom found it, it had the big demon statue on it, which your mom would find and be like, you're worshiping the devil. So, uh, it's it's a good channel. I recommend checking it out if you want to see some interesting stuff. Um, and he also, it looks like he's got a video about the very first Star Wars role-playing game. Mm. So, that should be fun. Uh, the other channel I found, that led me to thinking about, hey, I'm going to check out Dungeons & Dragons online. Mm. Oh, God, what have I done? <laughs> um, and I was like, this may be the worst MMO I've ever played. So I looked it up, and I found this uh, series by Josh Strife Hayes on YouTube called Worst MMO Ever Made. And uh, it's it's just he goes uh, and plays every MMO that you can play to figure out if it's the worst. And D&D isn't. It's actually got a lot of good mechanics in it once you get to a certain point. And, um, you know, once you get past the tutorial, I was reading, and I'm like, this actually sounds pretty neat. I mean, there's some shitty controls in there, but it's based on 3.5, which was a really good D&D system. Mm-hmm. It's it's what Roll20 is. If you've ever played any of the Roll, other Roll20 games, like uh, the original Pathfinder was based on it. Mm. And... Um, yeah, it's 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 a good system. And he but the worst MMO ever made appears to be a game called Animist. Came out in 2019 is a first person MMO where you are a skeleton that's been raised from the dead. Uh every single NPC has spoken dialogue created by a text-to-speech thing that sounds like Bonsai Buddy with a learning disability. Well, we'll see, when you, you tell me that I start off as a skeleton raised from dead, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, but then, like... Yeah. So. Well, it, here's the thing. The maximum user uh, player base for this MMO is you if you log on right the fuck now. So, <laughs> you said worst, but I don't think this is the worst. Okay, it's... 
it's, it's the strangest. Dead as hell. It's the strangest. How's that? Because, yeah. like, they've got that weird Slenderman game mechanic where you have to go find, like, eight pages. Yeah. But that only gives you the power of flight to fly up in the air and fight the Thunderbird. And just, like, and it's esoteric as hell. And there are some genuinely impressive things in this game. And my plan it just, is. It, sound, it just sounds like a fucking Isekai, like, uh, MMO, like someone like, oh, I got sort turned of. into a skeleton in the MMO. Well, sort of. So you told Except me there's no girls. You you told me about this, and I looked it up, and it's made by two guys. Okay, I thought it was one guy. No, so that's impressive that it's two guys. And and it's kind of like their passion projects. So. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it obviously is a passion project, and it's still running despite no one playing it. And the way the game looks to me, it seems like a lot of this game should have been like. The community will help you. Well, there's no fucking community now, so... Yeah. Good luck, fucko. And, uh... It's, I don't know. My, my plan is I've downloaded it. Because it's free on Steam. <laughs> I like that you're shitting on this hard work by these two gentlemen. They're like, yeah, so I downloaded it. Yeah, no, I mean, like, yeah, no, obviously it's a piece of shit. But it's by two dudes, and, you know, they're doing better than I could do. So my plan is I want to stream playing this game on the Discord server. Hell yeah. Sometime after Dragon Con, because this is going to be awful. That's great. I, I, I encourage you to do that. <laughs> I figured you would. <laughs> so that's that's the plan. It led me to that. But I've also been watching like all these other obscure uh, RPGs, which I'm actually going to pull up Steam real quick, because I downloaded another one. I'd never heard of Albion Online. Albanian online? Not Albanian, Albion. It kind of <laughs> looks like a uh, torchlight a little bit. Mm. And it kind of plays a little bit like Diablo, but not quite. It's also got like some RuneQuest sort of feel mm, to it. Yeah, I've or seen RuneScape. An RuneScape. It. And it's available on mobile or Steam. So, you know, it's. Huh. He, he had some very positive things to say about it. So I figured, hey, I'll give it a shot. Why not? Mm. And, uh, but yeah, I've been, I, I'm kind of fascinated by the idea of abandoned MMOs and I want to find a lot of abandoned MMOs and like stream them. That'd be fun. Oh yeah. Like there's the, the animist and there's another one that he did and I'm going to have to pull up my history to tell you the name. I, I just Googled Albion online and one of mm -hmm. the first videos that pops up is worst MMO ever by Josh Strife. Hayes. That's him. Is that the same that's guy? the, that's the one. Huh. Yep. Uh, there's another one called Eldvian. Eldvian. Eldvian? Eldvian. Uh, that is like straight up basic MMO. And he described this game as being like, if the asylum made video games instead of movies, <laughs> Because it just rips off a bunch of other games. And, like, there's no horses because RuneScape didn't have horses. <laughs> and it's just, I don't know. And the thing is, he said, I want to I shit on this game, but, like, I've been playing for, like, three days straight. So well, it's yeah. hard to say. Well, when, I, when I talk about what I'm going to talk about in a bit, I'm, like, in that same boat where it's like, these things are terrible, but I'm objectively enjoying them. So yeah. I get it. Mm -hmm. I've also, also, and you can tell I've been in, like, a YouTube pit. Uh, I've been watching a lot of lost media videos, like Blame mm. It on Jorge or George, however you would say his name. 
And uh, that's been interesting. Like Lost Pilots for like the Lost Pilot of Blues Clues, which is ostensibly the same thing, but Steve's wearing a red shirt. <laughs> they made the right choice. They did. So, yeah, that, that's kind of what I've been distracting myself with. It's not a lot, but, you know, it's a thing. It's it's YouTube. Like, I spend a lot spirals. of time on YouTube, like, every week. Mm-hmm. It, it's so weird how, like, YouTube has kind of taken over my primary, yeah. like, entertainment. Instead of television or streaming services, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's like I just uh, recently discovered that, uh, for some reason, the Angry Video Game Nerd, nerd is still going. Hmm. For some reason. Yeah, for some reason, somehow the video game nerd has returned. <laughs> but like he did a video about a boy in his blob. And I'm like, mm. wow, you're also not nearly as angry as he used to be. And you no. don't have anything to complain about. <laughs> he's he's about. been going to therapy. He's the mildly annoyed video game nerd now. Yeah. He, he's sponsored by BetterHelp and it's worked for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, like, he's... He's still doing the obscenities, but, like, with the the structure of the reviews being, like, decent reviews, I kind of wish he'd just drop the cursing. Mm. Because it's kind of just tacked on now. Yeah. Also, yeah, I know, like, with, with the swear, there's a certain art to it. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to have that kind of, like, energy and put that energy in there. Yeah, fucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turns out the anger was just, uh... <laughs> was just a youthful poorness. Yeah, pretty much. It's kind of like punk. Once you make your first uh, royalty check, you're like, I'm not so mad anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Well, also, like, and this is sad. Like, you know, he still actually has, like, a really rabid fan base. Yeah. AVGN does. And, um, well, let's face it, he's not a young man anymore. And uh, James is, uh, it's James, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yes, yes, James. Uh, his uh, hairline's receded, <laughs> which so is mine. And like, fans are bitching about him. Like you're ri- like like that's <laughs> which, a design choice. Yeah, that 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 is an aesthetic choice. He decided yeah. to let his hair recede. Uh huh. Oh no! See, see, they're just mad he hasn't gone after the keep sponsorship. The, the what? You haven't seen any uh, YouTube people that uh, the the keeps. I have uh, an ad blocker on my well, no, desktop, I mean, so I never see them. No, it's not an ad. It's it's one of these ones where they sponsor the video and oh. you know, they they built no. in the ad. No, I haven't seen it. It's like it's like AG one. What is or, AG one? Okay. Wow, you really don't watch the same yeah. shit I do. No, I don't. I, uh, okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. So, how about um, uh, Hello Fresh? Or, oh yeah, no, uh, Factor. So, yeah. so, so what what's the most those. common YouTube sponsorship you guys see? Lately, it's like, been Factor. Yeah, I, I'd put or, or that or Magic Spoon for me. I don't see Magic. Spoon. I see Magic Spoon on Toy Galaxy, but like I, I don't really see yeah. a lot of sponsored I, videos. I see, or it I, skip on, it. Um, I see it on Screen Crush as well. I don't um, know what that is. Like I, I uh, remember, we'll talk about that another time. There, the there, folks that I watch are like um, too low key to have sponsors. So they're they're just all either Patreon or just they don't make money. Yep, that's it. So they're us. Yeah, yeah, us. That's it, right there. <laughs> so, so what I'm hearing is if that if AG1 or Magic Spoon or Keeps or any of them want to like sponsor us, we're just virgin, wide open for the picking. Yeah, I'm not saying Ooh. we'll we'll take your sponsorship, but we'll C- take your sponsorship. Come at us. Yeah. Hey, I'm not saying we'll take it, but you could ask. Yeah. <laughs> you can't hurt to ask. Yeah. 
I, I don't know. I, I think it'd be kind of fun to eventually get one of those like sponsorships. And Come I, on, I hope sp- it's like one of the Japanese snack box ones. Sponsor okay. us, piss boys. <laughs> Is, is that a bad thing? T-shirt sponsor us, piss boys. See, see, I don't know. I mean, I I kind of agree with the uh, only take sponsorships for things you know yeah. you would normally use, but the problem is is that some of these things I would never use. So so sure. here so so we should put out we should uh discuss our guidelines for that. So should it be like a majority of us or all of us? Like say whoever has to read the ad. So, yeah, whoever whoever is doing the ad. So like AG one, yeah. I wouldn't. I don't think I would drink AG one. Now what is that again? It's, it's, it's like basically a, it's not like a health, like a food substitute. No, it's a supplement. Oh. It's like you you. It's a powder. You add it to water. It looks makes it look like soylent green. Um, and you drink it. It's basically you know healthy you're not, drink. You're not selling stuff. me on this. I, I know, it, but it has all the. <laughs> You know, so Mike isn't going to do the ad vitamins thing. and yeah. minerals and whatever the fuck. You it's know, got what plants seal, crave. Seal semen, whatever your body craves. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't think I I don't think I'd try that. Um, and and it just looks it looks like you know a health smoothie of green glass. I, I don't think we have enough hair between us for Manscaped. Yeah. So hey, um, I, I, uh, I Mike has more than enough hair for Manscaped. I mean, I am a very Mike. There's a reason he's drawn as a Sasquatch on uh, Supernatural Selection. I, I have the hairs. He does thick and luxurious locks on his back. No, no Nobody back take hair. Take care of That's those true. with Manscaped. Sponsors yes. Manscaped. No, no back hair. Very Bring it, little, piss boys. Very little chest, but everywhere else, like, like I look like I'm wearing a pair of hair pants. Y'all picturing this as he describes <laughs> it out there? Y'all, y'all picturing the we will raw masculinity of Mike? Supernatural selections only fans. Like, like oh. the, the t-shirt area is fairly, you know, benign, but everywhere yeah. else, just hair, you know, just like no, Chewbacca. I'm, I'm pretty hairy too. I can't I was, like. I was just going to say that, like, if we had an OnlyFans, it'd be more of a lonely fans. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> wow, thanks, David. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I th- there are some things I don't think I'd advertise. Definitely not BetterHelp. Mm, yeah, I know. Yeah, um, fuck Ma- Magic Spoon, I think, would be kind of fun. You know, I found we found them at a Kroger recently, and they're like... Ten dollars a ten dollars a box. I'm like, Jesus I think a Kroger brand. Have you ever had it, David? No, I haven't. So I, I'm curious, but I'm not ten dollars a box curious. I exactly. might be. I might be after the convention. Like, on, I, in either way, it it's like, zero on sugar. One, on one hand, it it could be not great and not worth ten dollars a box, or it could be amazing, taste just like whatever the fuck, like, tastes like Fruit Loops or whatever. But then I'm like. Now cornered into, I have to buy ten dollars a box cereal because it's awesome. Mm. Yeah, you or yeah. just buy some grits. Well, I'm assuming they send you some for like free. You know? Well, yeah, but I'm yeah. just saying, just the the thought of trying it on my own dime, yeah, uh, is you know not great. I, I I wouldn't mind trying like Factor or whatever. That seems like it so could be pretty convenient. Our okay, roommate got that. I, I just don't want to fucking cook like sometimes. Yeah. Like I'm good at it, I just don't want to. Well, like, so Kevin, what would you think of Factor? Because you had some yeah. of his. Okay, here's the thing. First off, they're refrigerated and not frozen, so that's okay. kind of a kind of a. I don't know how to feel about that because, like, 
sometimes, you know, you don't get around to it. And he had a couple that stayed in and literally did go bad in the fridge. Well, like, I mean, that, like he didn't know there were two more back there, and they had, like, turned green. Yeah. Ooh, like, real quick. And uh, as far as taste, I was like, hmm, this reminds me of when my dad was getting that free food because of Medicare. Oh. It was fine. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't I go mean, out of my way to call it great. It was fine. Fine. There, there's a reason well, I have a collection of hot sauce, so, so that'll work. How was it compared? You eat a lot of frozen meals, so was it better than a frozen meal? I'm going to say I actually think I've had better banquet meals really? than one Ooh. of them. So Factor's not going to sponsor us anytime soon. Uh, no. Thank you, Kevin. Great job, Kevin. Hey, Jesus. I'm just, just saying. Just torpedoed that out of the hey, water. Hey, Factor, you want to sponsor us? Send me the good <laughs> shit instead. Sponsor us, piss boys. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe, it was the, maybe it was our roommate only got things that you normally wouldn't eat. I mean, they weren't bad. They were just fine. Well, and I, of I course, think I also... You order as many as that you'll know you'll go through for the week. So, like, if you're going to eat, like, a, three days a week. He ordered, or like, something. a tin box. They only have them in certain quantities. Well, they, they have, okay. like... I was looking at them. They have, like, an... They have a six and an eight. Mm-hmm. He did... He... I think he just over-ordered. Maybe. But, Thinking they were, you know, keep longer than they did. They're and like I said, it's not that they're bad. They're just mm-hmm. not great. They're just fine. They're fine. They're edible. You're not gonna regret eating them, but you're also gonna probably go to Wendy's. Like I, I am looking forward to the day where I can afford to like, okay, fine, I'll do a um Hello Fresh for a couple of months and you know, have them mm. send me like a couple meals a week or something like we that. We had a couple of uh Hello Fresh or like we had like some kind of a coupon and we got three of them and the first one was great the second one was great and the third one we got so busy that all the ingredients went bad so well that's kind of a you problem not a yeah no that's no i'm yeah. not saying anything about them on that when it was a uh you know that was me but, but but how much was it for like that period of time for the subscription uh it was a free coupon that we canceled after the three oh. we got so yeah, see, i couldn't tell you, you. so yeah <laughs> problem is like i looked at the uh the factor stuff and there was nothing that like i would want to eat all of oh yeah it's like no. i'm i i just don't like green vegetables well, I, I just don't one of the things and, in there the one i didn't really care for that much was uh like broccoli rice and mm-hmm. rice was in quotation marks <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, like, have you ever had the, ca- i'm assuming broccoli rice is the same as the cauliflower rice probably rice let me tell you something yeah if I ever become a mass shooter, it's because someone invented broccoli Jesus rice. Christ. Okay, I'm just saying that stuff is terrible. I mean, I've had, I've had adulterated cauliflower before, and it was adulterated. Fine. No, it was uh, one of our friends. The they fuck is that? They were kind of on a they were on a paleo oh, thing. Oh yeah, and they they made a cauliflower quote-unquote mashed potatoes but it was you know mm-hmm. cauliflower it was That's, fine like uh, I, did, I didn't enjoy it it had a, it had a kind of like a little weird taste to it but it was mm-hmm. for the most part you know filled the same hole that mashed potatoes would have uh, mm. it was like okay. a square cauliflower peg trying to go in a round potato it was not hole. that bad I did not find it that bad, and I'm very I'm pickier than I, you are. I know you are, and I didn't like it. So I, I used to be picky as a kid, but now I'll eat just about anything. No, I'm fuck. I'll like, eat you too if you put enough sauce on you. Well, yeah, I would I too, but because we're yeah, because we're you know people. Well, we're marinated. You know, people taste like pig, and pig is delicious. Yeah, long pig is what the they man call it. bacon. Yeah. 
Macon. Macon. Can, Sponsor can, is Piss Boys. Yeah. Can I uh, can I can I put that in my will that I want to be made into bacon when I die? Sure. I mean that doesn't mean we'll do it, but sure. I want you to grok me in. No, I, I will do meats. it. I will do it, and I will eat that bacon. We will grok Mike in fullness. I, I, I don't give a fuck. I'll eat it. Grok my smoked meats. Oh god, <laughs> it's terrible. I'm so, sure you taste delic- uh, delicious. Oh yeah. I'm, oh yeah. No, Mike's gonna be the best of us. <laughs> so, David, what have you been distracting yourself with? Well, um, classes started for me again, so I'm teaching. Uh, it's going all right, but in mm. the meantime, I've continued my Diablo journey, hit level 75. Damn, Got son. to, well, I, I'm trying to get to 100 before October 17th. That's the goal. Okay. That's when the season ends. Um, I hit this, like, really nasty snag for, like, three days where I had transferred to the highest uh, tier of content but I just wasn't getting the equipment that made me strong enough, so it was like a real drag, but now I'm like up there, and I'm melting through stuff and doing the Nightmare Dungeons, and everything's feeling good. I'm, I'm feeling good, uh, taking on world bosses and everything, so yeah, hopefully I hit my level 100 by October 17th. We'll see. Um, other than that, though, I've been watching a lot of Isekai anime because oh. I am... You know, here's the thing. They're all stupid. They're all very yeah. great uh, degrees of cringe. And I want to watch them. Fun. I'm I want to watch them. <laughs> oh, I'm watching tight. four of them simultaneously. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. How the hell? Yes. How do you keep them separated? I, I don't, which is why I have four tabs <laughs> open with the Wikipedia article so I can remember yeah, the fucking names. I was going to say, do they like meld together in your brain? Kind of like I, I'm kind of starting to look at like what are the archetypes across different ones because three of them are harem based. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all fantasy based as well so yeah, you, you see like those archetypes kind of go through but what I've done is I've kind of arranged them from most cringe to least <laughs> Okay. and I'm just going to run through what I've watched so far and tell you whether or not I am completed with it or not sure Okay. So, so which, um, which end are we starting with yeah starting with the most cringe which mm-hmm. for okay. me was in another world with my smartphone <laughs> Is this just a dude in a fantasy world with a with an iPhone? So here's the plot: fifteen year old Toika Mochizuki is accidentally killed by God. As an apology, <laughs> God allows him to be resurrected, but since he cannot send him back to his own world, he instead reincarnates him into a fantasy world along with any special requests. Toya re- uh, requested to bring his smartphone into the new world with him, which God accommodates. Even though Toya cannot uh, contact his old world with it, the phone can easily be recharged by magic and can otherwise function, such as accessing data from Earth, and can use relevant features in the new world, such as GPS function, to locations (laughs) which are comprehensively identified. Um, Yeah, and he has, like, camera features and stuff. Okay. So, yes. I just want to say this almost sounds like that podcast, uh, Hello from the Magic Tavern. It's not as good as Hello from the Magic Tavern. Well, they're they're using like a lightning spell to recharge his laptop so he can do the podcast. Which Hello from the Magic Tavern is fantastic. This, not so much, but I still still enjoy it. So so, so here's my question for you. hmm. In another world with my smartphone, Mm -hmm. do you think this is a harem anime? I would imagine yes. How about Uh, you? I mean, I guess. Yes. I mean, I, I, I... I cheated because as soon as you said the name, I Googled it and I'm looking at uh, my anime <laughs> yes. list and it has a bunch of girls in it. So I just, oh, yes, yeah. 
That's yeah. a given. So it, so it was definitely a uh, fantasy harem. Um, yeah. So it's interesting, like, the, the fact that he's kind of like a normal guy, but he ends up getting powers from God. And it's just some, like, generic version of God. They later introduce, like, the goddess of love at one point who shows up. <laughs> uh, okay. But he... But he, um, here, here's a fun idea. How many brides do you think he has? Nineteen. Okay, too high. Four. Mike, you're closest without going over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so he he's going to end up with nine brides. He is currently at seven by the end of the second season. Jesus. Jeez. So it's a now, literal uh, harem anime. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, 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 so nor- he, um, <clears throat> like he, he becomes like... Uh, like a, a king almost, uh, like builds his own like nation or whatever. Um, but he he gets into these like marriages for political alliances and stuff <laughs> like that. But also because oh he's so sugoi. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so here's the really cringe part. Yeah. How old do you think the youngest fiance is? Nine. Um, Mike. Looks like she's 12, but is actually a 300-year-old dragon. <laughs> so, technically, Kevin, you are closest without going over. Okay. So his youngest fiance, and this is like a political marriage, uh, I think she's like 10 years old. I'm going to throw up. So so he's like 15, but his thing is like, well, I'm not getting married till I'm 18. But then again, okay, if he turns 18, then she'll be 13. So is And he then he'll go to turns? hell. Well, I, I guess the age of marriage consent in Japan is like 16, I guess. Which, uh, <laughs> well, red and, flags there. In, in feudal times, it was also yeah. like, you know, And a lot of it's him low. trying to like, and you know, instead of like kissing the youngest bride, he gives her head pats, you know, that sort of thing. Which is oh, kind of weird. well, okay. As long as he's not like doing it. Yeah, yeah. No, he hasn't. Uh, he And that, that's the thing. These anime are largely sexless. Um, yes. Oh, okay. Except when the floating robot girls like bind themselves to him, and he has to make out with them because that's how they take his DNA. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is bonkers. <laughs> yeah, this is so stupid. Um, so yeah, he um, he he meets but a yeah. pair of sisters. They're like sixteen years old or whatever, or no, no, not probably like fourteen or something. Um, they fall in love with him. He meets a samurai. She falls in love with him. He meets a uh, princess. She falls in love with him. The princess's cousin falls in love with him. <laughs> um, he meets a fairy uh, wizard who falls in love with him, but she's not his bride yet. She's supposed to be the next bride. She's supposed to be number eight. Um, yeah. He, uh, it's, so yeah, it's very cringe. Mike. It's so incredibly cringe. Mike, <clears throat> do you remember the last episode of Supernatural Selection? You missed, you, you mentioned trepanning. Yeah. I would like for you to drill a hole in my fucking no. head. So it's funny that, you know, a lot of what you call harem animes are just because there's multiple girls that like a guy, but it's not actually a harem. This is this is going full full on harem. Yeah, it's tagged as harem on Wikipedia, so Well, I'm I'm just saying like, like you got yeah. a lot of things that are, you know, considered harem animes, but you know, Tenchi Moyu is considered harem anime because yeah. there's several girls and they all just like the same guy. Yeah. 
So, so you know, um, so he he's building his own nation. He uses the phone in some pretty fun ways. Like, what he'll do is he'll use the search function of the phone, target all knights, and then he, like, pins them on the GPS, then cast a magic spell on them, and they all get hit by the... So, so, so does he do something interesting, like, you know, look up how to make penicillin? Um, he does do a little bit of that, but it's also, like, the Isekai thing, where, like, the general knowledge of the protagonist is, like, they know everything, apparently. Oh... So it's like, oh, yeah, I, I, I recall such and such scientific principle. And it's, you know, if I were to go uh-huh. back 500 years, I would probably die because I wouldn't know how to do anything. But And yeah. you'd catch a disease and yeah. it would have burned you at the stake. But, you know, it has this thing where it's like, okay, there's uh, an ancient thread of these things called phrases who are kind of like these golem type things. So in order to fight them, he has to find these floating islands. And each floating island is run by a what is essentially a robot lolly. Or lowly. Um, <laughs> oh, God. And, and, yeah. So, again, incredibly cringe. It's funny. Like, it's funny, but it's also like, oh, boy. You feel a little weird watching it at times. So, yeah, that's the most cringe one. Mm-hmm. All right. And I, I'm currently caught up completely with that one. It's like two oh, seasons. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not proud of it, okay? <laughs> okay, that's fair. But no, it's it's funny. But again, it's got a lot of these like commonalities to these type of isekai and everything like that. Um, so the one I'm currently watching, and I'm only done with the first season so far, is um, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. You so know, I've that's the most that famous one I've ever heard of. It's fun. It's fun. It's not my favorite of them, but like then again, I'm only like halfway through the current run of stuff. Um. So this one is about Satoru Mikami is an ordinary 37-year-old corporate worker living in Tokyo. He is almost content with this monotonous life, despite the fact that he doesn't have a girlfriend. During a casual encounter with his colleague, an assailant pops out of nowhere and stabs him. <laughs> While succumbing to his injuries, a mysterious voice echoes in his mind and recites a series of commands which he could not make sense. After he regains consciousness, he discovers that he's been reincarnated into a, a, a slime in an unfamiliar world. He gets skills based on whatever his dying words were. Um, so he gets a skill called Predator, which allows him to devour anything and mimic its appearance and skills. He encounters a dragon. He befriends the dragon. Then he eats the dragon uh, to help find it. <laughs> because that's how he analyzes things, right? He has yeah. to eat it. So the dragon's in this magic barrier. So the dragon's resting comfortably inside the slime. And they're trying to figure out how to break that barrier. But in the meantime, the slime gains access to the dragon's abilities. And uh, this little slime who ends up becoming, um, what, what do they call him? Uh, again, there's just so many goddamn names. Simaru or something? He mm-hmm. um, he ends up, oh no, Rimaru, there we go. So he ends up encountering some goblins and saving them. And he, again, nation building is the theme here. Now, um, it is not considered harem, but that doesn't mean that there's not like big titty anime girls. <laughs> Um, specifically one of the, um, ogres, giant, giant boobs. Um, <laughs> okay. So what's, what's fun about this one is I like some of the conventions and rules to how the world works. Um, cause you know, when, when you think about magic names, give things powers, right? You know, name, names give power to something. So in this world, uh, whenever, uh, Rimuru names something, it becomes part of his, like, family in that broad kind of like, oh, we're all in the comma term. 
Um, but they, they get, he gives it a name, and then it allows it to become stronger and evolve. So he ends up, like, naming all 50 goblins in the village, which, like, knocks him out for three days because, again, that's a magical transfer. Mm-hmm. But then all these goblins turn into, like, orc-looking dudes and evolve. He ends up uh, meeting up with some dwarves. The dwarves move in with uh, his village and everything like that. He encounters uh, ogres. He ends up defeating the ogres and naming them and everything like that. Um, one of the cool things, one of the things I like most about this, actually, is that uh, Rimuru um, eventually gets, like, a human form. But it's okay. a mimic, so it's genderless. And it's based I was wondering on, about that. Okay. Yeah, and it's based on the person that he, he ate to take the form. And that this person actually asked Rimuru to eat her. So you, you have this kind of weird sort of, like, agendered uh, protagonist um, who doesn't really... Like, it's weird. Like, I want to say this character doesn't really have a sex drive. Like, they obviously, they appreciate, like, beautiful elves and that sort of thing. In fact, at one point, um, he refers to an elf as an E-I-L-F, like milf, but elf. So, you know. Uh. Yeah. Um, so he, he, like, seems to have this, like, fascination with, like, breasts and stuff, but also, like, he thinks that one of the uh, ogres working for him is super hot, too. Uh, like, this this ogre ninja guy. So, again, <laughs> it's it, it's weird. It's kind of, like kind of playful and cartoony and like everybody loves boobs so obviously the slime's gonna love boobs and then also whenever he's being carried Mm -hmm. around by his ogre secretary her her tits are like right on his head yeah yeah because you have to have the jiggle animation right sure um but you know it's pretty fun i'm enjoying it so far there's some surprisingly interesting storytelling like the power scaling is ridiculous in every one of these anime like the character is ridiculously overpowered but um yeah no i'm i'm enjoying it it's not my favorite though so far okay so any any questions about this one i don't know but it's making me miss tenchi moyo um i don't know how much it reminds me of that but like it's fun like if you're going to watch either of the two that I've just talked about, watch the slime one. The slime that one, actually yeah. pretty charming. Well, it sounds um, less dumb than the other one. Yeah, like, it's still incredible. At least dumb. he wasn't murdered by God. <laughs> well, you know. Well, God has quite the body count across a number of these series. Really? Um, Not a yeah. truck. <laughs> so, um, the third one, so again, I'm moving from most to least, um... This is how a realist hero rebuilt the kingdom. Now, do you think this is a harem anime? I'm going to go with a yes. Um, Don't look it up. I'm not looking it up. Um, How a realist hero rebuilt the kingdom. I'm going to say no, just to be contrarian. Nope, it is a harem. Of course course it is. is. They're all harems. (laughs) Nope, not all of them. Like, the last one wasn't. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. So... This one, the basic plot summary, Kazuya Soma is a young man who is suddenly transported to another world where he is informed by Albert Elfrieden, the king of the Elfrieden kingdom, that he is abdicating the throne to him. He is also informed that he has been betrothed to Albert's daughter, Lisha. Deciding he is going to rebuild the country's struggling economy, Kazuya gathers talented citizens who are going to help him with the reform. So this one's interesting because... um, 
one of the things that I I because uh, I was talking with Ghost Forge on our Discord about um, one of the animes as I was watching it, and mm-hmm. I had talked about like, well, if it, I were in that position, I would like use my skills to make a bunch of money, right? And this is pretty much exactly what I wanted. So this guy, he arrives. His only power um, is to he can like puppeteer things, right? So he mostly uses that to um, use uh, to automatic uh, automatically write stuff with quills. So he'll like set like four stacks of paperwork, and he'll have the quills go through and process the paperwork. That that's hmm. the extent of his abilities, except when he like controls a little combat pump, a puppet or whatever, because you got to have a fight scene, right? Um, most of his stuff, though, is that he wanted to be a civil servant, so that's his role that he takes in this. Uh, he becomes basically the king of this country and kind of, like, tries to bring it up to, like, a modern standard. So roads, aqueducts, uh, like, figuring out how to deal with um, different crises and that sort of thing, and he lets his he lets his other people do the stuff, the combat stuff for him. But right. he mostly focuses on administrative duties, which I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah, no. I mean, that's an interesting way to do a series. Yeah. Um, he ends up with four wives so <laughs> far. Fucking, of course he fucking does. And it's all political so, stuff that turns sexy. Yeah, so he's got the... Yeah, Damn. yeah, political stuff turns sexy. That's Damn exactly. sexy politics. <laughs> so it's his, all his first, Clinton. His first wife... Who is like cool with him marrying the other wives? Of course, uh, she is. Is the princess of that kingdom that he takes over. His second wife is a dark elf, um, which like uh, she's like tall and strong and that sort of thing. So obviously, you got to have one of those in there. Um, then there's a big titty songstress with blue hair that becomes his third wife, and then his fourth wife seems like she's probably a little young. So he kind of treats her like with the same kind of like, oh, well, he, he pats her on the head, right? That mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, but it's a little so, sus. So, of course, you got to have a lowly wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I, I guess there's like going to be a fifth one. I haven't gotten there yet because the series hasn't gotten there. But I guess there's going to be a fifth one who's apparently a dragon. So he gets to fuck a dragon like Donkey from Shrek, I guess. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, 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 no, no, it's you fine. Got the, um, you got the lonely no, wife, like, you got to have the dragon, dragon wife. Yeah, um, it's it's pretty fun. I think, like, the storytelling is pretty good. I like the political intrigue. I like the fact that it's, like, mostly just focused on nation building. Like, how do we, how do you adapt to this economy? Of course, it has a lot of that, like, kind of, with, with any, like, fantasy thing, like, oh, there's an ancient technology kingdom or whatever and, and that sort of thing. Um, oh, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, okay, look, here comes the fucking mech. Um, so, it's, again, it's it's fun. Uh, definitely second least cringe of the four. Um, I, I think this one might be a little slow for people. Um, unless you're really mm-hmm. into, like, civil servitude. You know what I mean? Where it's like, if you're really into that idea of, like, nation building and, like, what does it take to make a society, you know more modern or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think that one's fine. Um, sure. You know, again, second to least cringe. And that gets to my fourth and final, which is, I think, the least cringe of them all. That title is Reborn as a Vending Machine, I Now Wander the Dungeon. What in the hemorrhaging fuck is up with <laughs> Japan? <laughs> okay, so... 
I think, uh, I think this, they're just this is your favorite to, one, right? Yes, yeah, this is my favorite other. of the, the four. It's not my favorite favorite, um, but like of the four that I'm watching right now, this is my favorite. So uh, first of all, is it machine. a harem? It is obviously a harem anime. You, you said two of them weren't, so I'm guessing this is not. No, this is not a harem anime. Thank fucking God. I'm a little disappointed. I want to see how they managed to marry off the, the, a vending well, machine. It's clear that the, they're the girls who really like this vending machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, so, they, they really like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, like he has like a, a waifu at this point. It's very funny. Oh, um, so, here's the synopsis: An unnamed Japanese vending machine otaku is crushed to death <laughs> by a falling vending machine. God, son of a bitch. <laughs> He then finds himself reincarnated in a fantasy world dungeon as a sentient vending machine. He can see and hear, but is immobile, with his speech limited to stock Japanese vending machine phrases such as, Hello there, or too bad. As a vending machine, he discovers he can dispense any item he has bought in his previous life and can convert such sales to points, thus sustaining his existence. He is also able to use excess coins to add additional features to his vending machine body and is able to choose which items he stocks in the price of items. He is also able to use some magical abilities, including shape-shifting, indivisibility, or indivisibility, and a defensive force field. So, yeah, he, he can turn into different vending machines, and he can stock the vending machine with Fucking whatever great. he had in his real life. Um, so so he, just lots of porn. He does have like, a condom. dirty magazine mode. That he uses mm. to hilarious effect at times, um, but it's it's funny because like it gets so very specific with vending machine knowledge, like so, esoteric vending machine lore. So so this was written by someone that wanted this to happen to them. It, it this seems is a, like it. A vending I think machine. this was written That's, by someone that used to repair vending machines. Or, or vending, you write what you no, know, Kevin, a vending oh. machine otaku, which is what got oh. crushed. Yeah. This dude is living his best life. It is the funniest fucking thing. Um, So, yeah, he's this vending machine. He can't move anywhere, but he ends up encountering a girl named Lamis who's incredibly powerful. Um, She's, like, ridiculously strong, but he manages to save her with his, like, force field or whatever, and he's able to give her food, you know, because he turns his prices to zero, and they eventually kind of work out a way for them to communicate where he says, hello there, that means yes, or too bad means no. And he ends up going on adventures with this super strong girl and a this different immobile vending machine. She she carries him around on her back. She what like rigged up a little fuck? backpack for him. Yeah, I can kind of see that in the images. Yeah. There's like straps. He looks it's, like a bonding vintage machine. Yeah, it, it's liter- It's really funny. It's really funny. But the, he ends up like becoming. It, it's fun to see how like the author or the animation team, I guess. Uh, give this vending machine personality, but also allow the vending machine to to fight. Um, like you know, um, at one point it turns into like a balloon vending machine, and it uses its force field to trap all the balloons. So the balloons carry the thing up, and then it can turn off its force field and like turn into another vending machine and fall on somebody. So yeah, it or, is author because it started as a light novel. Yeah. So, um, it's the it's, eyes that are killing yeah. me. No, it looks like, <laughs> like the brave little toaster grew up. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. I was surprised how much I like this and it's still airing right now. I think there's like two or three more episodes left. Um, so I've been looking forward to like watching it. Um, it, it just, it seemed, it's been a lot of fun of the four I think I recommend this one the most because, again, it's just like the dumbest but f- 
funnest thing that I've seen out of these uh, isekai anime. Can I ask a question about this one image I'm looking at? Yeah, what's why, the image? Why is there a bear in a trench coat? Because that's one of the people who runs the uh, Hunter Association. All I don't right, know why that's... it's a bear. There's right. also, like, Tasmanian devils at one point. Like a group of four of them. Yeah. I'm trying to will you to stop talking. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it just... No, I, what I, the I, fuck? Well, I, I, w- I would watch this one. I would, I would suggest you watch this one because of just, again, how fucking ridiculous it is. But it is okay. just so fun. All right. And now that I've talked about <laughs> Isekai anime for 20 minutes, fuck. <laughs> Oh my god. I don't even know what to make of this. I it's it's certainly a thing. You know, and here's the thing, I'm having fun with them. That's you know, the most important part. Just don't drop nuclear bombs on small island nations. That's that's only what's gonna <laughs> yeah. be taken from this, I guess. Uh, it's that's far enough in the past. This has nothing to do with that. This is just you know These are people who work way, a, way, way too hard. This is a feedback that's loop. Also true. So I don't know. I don't even know. I don't fucking even know. This has been a wild ride. It has. It's, it's quite the, the... You've taken me on an adventure, David. It, it's the, <laughs> quite the ride to see how this is like, evolved from the MMO, uh, you know, getting stuck in MMO genre. To oh, just, like, yeah. Yeah, like a Sword Art Online or um, there's another one I can't remember the name of. Rising of the Shield Hero? Um, that one, too, but yeah. that's the one I saw. There's there's another one, but basically, mm. but yeah. the And then it's like just dropping the whole MMO pretense. Just like, oh, they just, they just randomly show up in the world. Yeah, because, you know, and, yeah. you know I just want to get it out there. Somebody did a really funny one where a, uh, a character wakes up in a, a fantasy world, like one of these Isekai animes, and it's just a girl saying, you say you ran an organization called Wagner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, uh, I, yeah, I tried to explain that joke to our roommate and I realized, number one, he doesn't know what an Isekai anime is. And number two, he didn't really understand what Wagner was. I, I want so, both of you to do me a favor and give this one a try. Give this I'll, last I, one here. I'll see I'll what I can one. do. Is I, it a, va- I'll, I'll, I'll find it. Yeah, it's on I, Crunchyroll. Um, you know, I, yeah, I, I don't again, like it's not serious. Sure. It's, it's just, it's very, very funny to me. There we go. Yeah, I will. I will at least watch it. I once sure. I once I get done with Tenchi, not Tenchi. Uh, <laughs> Ranma. Ranma's currently hogging all my uh, anime time because I still have. Right. Still have to finish Chainsaw yeah. Man. I still have to finish. Uh, oh, I even started the new uh, Uritsi Atsura. Mm. Um, but yeah, I can't. So, I was looking at through my stuff and I don't have that one. There's yeah. another one I can't remember. The, it's the not Isakai, but you know the the MMO yeah. ones that I yeah. watched that I enjoyed. Well, but well, maybe next week I'll talk about like the good ones that I like. Nah, there or, yeah. Next time we record for sure. Yeah. So that being said, thank you for that, David. <laughs> I guess. No, no, don't thank no. me for this. This was stupid. No. Don't, don't thank him yet. Do we want to do questions first? Yeah. All um, right, let's head over to. I think it was under the, the questions qu- for the show. You know what? I'm going to rename the questions for the show thing to the question hole. <laughs> there we go. So uh, let's see what some of the distraction hoes have to say. 
Yes, um, I think it was Kick-Assetron with a question. Yes, Kick-Assetron asked, Given the success of the Barbie movie, who would you cast as Mattel Cinematic Universe Super Team Movie? So Specific- they're doing like an Avenger-style team. Yeah, huh? specifically a dark and gritty chatter phone movie. <laughs> oh, man, I gotta think. What What are some Mattel properties? I don't know, but, like, the first thing I think is I would want, like, um, a C-and-say. Like Are you talking a, about a speaking spell? No, it's, uh, you know, the thing where you turn the arrow to it and you pull the light. The cow says. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, a C-and-say. And, say. and uh, just, uh, I know he's gone, but, like, Gilbert Gottfried. Okay, okay, here, I've got a list the cow of Mattel says toy shut brands. Up. Sorry, what's that? I got a list of Mattel toy brands. Okay, mm-hmm. Okay. American Shoot. Girl, Barbie, mm. Big Jim, Blaze, Chatty Cathy. Ooh, Chatty Cathy. Uh, Kathy Griffin. Stars, Magic 8-Ball. They're doing Hot, a movie of that. Hot Wheels. Yeah. Masters of the Universe. Mm-hmm. Matchbox. Wait, they own Hot Wheels and Matchbox? Yeah. Yep. No, it's the same so that's company a, That's now. a fucking monopoly. I know. Well, uh, there's still Johnny Lightning out there. Let's see. Max Steel. Mighty Max. Ooh, Mighty Max. Man, that was a good cartoon, actually. Monster High, Polly Pocket, CNC, uh, mm-hmm. Slime. Just, oh, okay, like a <laughs> toy product, like Nickelodeon Slime. slime. That, that, yeah, well, Creepy yeah, Crawlers. The... Mm. Uh, extract, extractars. The fuck? I don't know what the fuck that what is. is. What's her face? What, <laughs> Look, okay, um, let's, let's, let's go back a little bit. Yeah. Who would you cast as Slime? Um, Seth Rogen. Because oh, he, he played Bob in um, uh, Monsters vs. Aliens. Okay, I was going to go with Gary Busey. <laughs> I, don't, um, I don't know why, just Gary Busey. Mike, I, I don't know. Um, oh, yeah. Who, who would you cast as something? Uh, I don't know. Of these... Just, I feel I just like now, Mighty Max would be cool. For just oh, now yeah. learn that you know Mr. Potato Head is Hasbro, not Mattel. You didn't know that? Well, I don't know who all the, who well, owns specific I IPs. Was, I was weird as a kid, and I knew that because they were part of a weird Hasbro hour where it was like uh, the Potato Head kids and like My Little Pony came on. Uh, so, wow, Mattel really doesn't have a whole lot of like iconic properties. And yet, well, they do, they do license do a number of things. Well, yeah, but... Yeah. Just saying that, you know, they have less than I expected. That they're they're all they're a lot of more of them are Hasbro than I expected. You know, I, I say they do a Mighty Max movie. I agree. And yeah. um I hate to say it, Tom Holland pops in my head as Max. Yeah, I, I could see it. Um I think I think they're already doing stuff with Monster High, but Monster High is uh, Monster High is such like a slam dunk idea. Yeah, it's got built in fans and everything. Yeah, and of course they have Masters of the Universe, so... I would like to see them actually make a Masters of the Universe movie. Yeah, like a good one. No, just one period. They never they've made been, any others. They've been like on the verge for like 20 years now. And there there they, was they, a He-Man movie. Yeah, no, I mean no, like a good count. one. Oh yeah, I said a good one. You said like just God, one in no. no, I'm saying that doesn't count because it oh. was it was nothing Oh, it's like... a thing where we're ignoring it, okay. Yes. Yeah, because okay. it wasn't really He-Man. You know, I mean, I'm going to say, give me a Hot Wheels movie that's done like the Wachowski Speed Racer. 
I could see that. Yeah, Hot Wheels would be dope, especially that. if they like do stuff with like the tracks doing loop to loops and stuff. Oh yeah, man, that'd be badass. Oh man, I, I know that we're getting away from the initial question, but like. Still. Okay. Okay. Let's go back to that initial question and specifically, uh, the chatter phone. Which I don't see listed on the thing here. Well, go ahead and cast it anyway. Okay. And the um, bad thing is, anything that's just a voice, my immediate thought is Gilbert Gottfried, but we can't do that. I was going to say Morgan Freeman. Oh, my God, that's perfect. <laughs> there you go. You know, actually, actually, name off like one of the earlier ones you named that's a Mattel product. Okay. Um, American Girl, Barbie, Big Jim. Big Jim. I don't know who it is. I don't know what it is, but... Uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to send Ro- you all a link. Okay, uh, Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> okay, I don't think Rowan Atkinson would work for Big Jim unless you're doing, like, an ironic thing. Oh, definitely an <laughs> ironic thing. Yep, nope, that is no, Rowan Atkinson, No, I'm, I'm gonna I'm going to say Ryan Gosling as Big Jim, or John Cena. John, John Cena, as Big, Cena as Big yeah. Jim. Who has Stretch Armstrong? Is that Hasbro? That's probably I think Hasbro. it's probably Hasbro. But they have Max Steel, and that's The Rock. Well, just you know, I just, li- I just listed toy brands, but under games they have... Um, Uno. Apple to, apples to Apples, Balderdash, Bezerwizer, Blockus, Mad Gab, Othello, Outburst, Pictionary, Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Oh, they did that when it was called Real Steel. <laughs> and Scrabble, Seen It, Skipbo. Um, you know, actually, I feel kind of dirty trying to cast this because I think it's a terrible idea, but that's me. Oh, man. Have yes. we got any? Trying to dis- discern the uh, the licensees from the you know original properties. They have Mega Blocks. Yeah, they got Minecraft, Marvel Muscle, Comics, Kevin Muscle. Ooh, De- Muscle, man. WWE. No, go back to Muscle. That's great. I loved Muscle. Kevin loves Muscle Men. <laughs> well, you know the little pink dudes. Yeah. Okay, under Mattel, they have Captain Action, um, Extreme Dinosaurs, Shogun know. Warriors, Street Sharks. Ooh, whoa, Fuck whoa, it. Shogun Street Warriors. Sharks. Yeah, Shogun Warriors. That's um, badass. No, let, let's do sh- Street Sharks. Let's, Street let's make Street Sharks. sharks okay, well, Seth Rogen, because he's got to be in everything. Uh, I'm throwing Rowan Atkinson in again, because fuck it. Um, <laughs> Mike, you, you do one. Um, there's like four sharks, right? Uh, there's um, several. Maybe as many sharks as we want. Rowan Atkinson. There's four. Like, there's four. Yeah. Okay. Rowan Atkinson's the bad guy. You know. You know what? Um, I would definitely cast uh, Vin Diesel as one of the sharks because he did that Street Sharks commercial. He did. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. perfect. Ooh, Viewmaster. <laughs> Fuck off. Viewmaster Isakai. Let's make it happen. Wait. 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 I got I got one of the I got one of the sharks. Hmm. Okay. Patrick Patrick Warburton as the voice. <laughs> there you go. Um What do you mean? I don't know. I, I think they could do a creepy crawlers movie where like it's like a mad scientist or like a kid gets a machine that allows him to make all these bugs and the bugs take over. Sure, yeah, do it sort of like there, I, uh, I just fucking wrote mm-hmm. it. There you go. That's yeah. it. There's our pitch. There we go. Kid has little rubber Kevin. bugs. What? You know what other license they have? What? 
Wheeled Warriors. <gasps> okay, that's it. Throw everything out. Wheeled Warriors movie. Get huh. J. Michael Straczynski back on it. Do it now. In 2016, Mattel announced a new version of Thing Maker, the a 3D printer line. They were apparently going to do like creepy crawlies, but with like 3D printers. Yeah. But it didn't happen. I click on the Wheeled Warriors thing, and yeah, the only thing they have is from the 80s. Like, just a couple yeah. of pictures of, you know, copy from then. It's just sad. Mm. I don't know, I feel like we sufficiently answered the question. I think so, it. and we've also gotten sad about <laughs> stuff from the 80s. They, they, so. also, they also have the Tyco brand. Oh, yeah, Tyco. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, how you spell RC. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so... Uh, so, so one thing I did is I asked our listeners what they were distracting themselves with. And, yeah. And uh, we have some answers here. How so, many of them are not masturbation? <laughs> uh, I'm assuming Most there's masturbation involved with every single answer. But um, yeah. our, our main answer here is from a friend of the show, Ghostforge. Yep. Yeah, so he says that I have been putting off buying... Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 by playing Dungeons and Dragons online and mega modded copy of Baldur's Gate 1, 2 and the expansions uh, trying to rebuild their savings after they bought a new desktop, which I get it. Yeah. Yep. No. Yep. Yeah. And then Kick Acetron jumped in there with um, that, uh, Baldur's Gate 3. Yep. I want so, it. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I want it too. I just, uh, Diablo right now. That's mine. Um, and then it seems like the next question here is probably meant for... Um, yeah, we'll do that weekend on a weekend weird. weird. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, just asking listeners what they're into. And like, I'm going to yeah. put this out there to people who are listening now. Like, let us drop know. in and let us know what you're distracting yourself with. We'll give you our unsolicited opinions on these things. Right. So guys, mm-hmm. it's time for a game. Oh, boy. <gasps> oh boy. Okay, guys, here we go. And uh, I thought about this one. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Mike. Yes. What IP would you want to see as a video game, and what genre would it be hmm. that hasn't already been a video game? Hasn't already ever? Well, okay, no, no, like, no. That deserves a video game, like in the modern uh, era. Let's see. I have a feeling I know what you're going to say. So, because you think you know what I'm going to say, maybe <laughs> I'll throw a curveball to you. Okay, well, you throw that curveball. Throw that ball, monkey boy. So, does it have to be anywhere, or how about just one I've been able to play here? What? Like, are we talking worldwide? Like, does it does it count if you know somewhere, someone somewhere had a video game, or just one that I wish I could, you know, had an IP that I could play? Yeah, that. Uh, Macross. Ooh, like, yeah. There's cause... never been a good. You, like I've played some there were like decent imports. ones on the PS2. They weren't decent though. They were, they were, they were okay. They look nothing. None of them even came close to anything close to Armored Core. Like okay, you know, that's fair. Combat wise, yeah. That that's what it needs. It needs like you know, they're all very on rails. Like it's kind yeah. of a lazy IP, you know, Cash mashup. In. Yeah. And, you know, it's on rails. You don't, you know, even if you transform, it doesn't have any, like, uh, impact. Yeah. Again, our uh, official stance of uh, uh, Distraction Hole, fuck Harmony Gold. And and Macaque. 
Mc- he's Masek. dead. Oh, he died? Yeah, Carl Masek died years ago. Well, then Harmony Gold needs to, like, you know, stop me in buttholes, yo. Yep. But, no, just, you know, because uh, I remember, like, years and years ago, there was, like, supposedly, uh, <clears throat> well, you know, there was the uh, the Robotech Crystal Dreams that never, mm-hmm. never happened. Yep. I remember or, or that. It happened, and it didn't happen, but, you know, they, they had, like, a uh, prototype that was leaked, and yep. that was terrible, and I don't know if it would have gotten any better. Um, yeah, but they just, I don't know, all all the ones I've played have just not lived up to what it could be. That's fair. The closest there was, there was a, so, with Robotech, you know, there was Macross, there was Southern Cross, which was... Uh, yeah, the second series. The second series, second series, and you know, it was a different anime, and there was a third anime, new generation, which was new generation, was... but it was Mospeda in Japan. There was mm-hmm. a Robotech New Generation game for the PS2, hmm. which was fairly decent. Was that Battlefront? Uh, no, Robotech Battlefront was, you know, a a Macross. Oh anime. right, okay. My and it bad. was it My was bad. fine, but it was still like I said, it was a similar on rails. Yeah. But uh, invasion, it was Robotech That's invasion, it. Mm-hmm. and it was basically, you know, because Halo was hot at the time. It was basically a PlayStation Two Halo, but you instead of you know getting in vehicles, you transformed. You know, you had a motorcycle that became your armor. And it was pretty, it was pretty dope for the time. Okay. Hmm. Had a lot of freedom. It was like fairly. It was not completely open world, but it was, you know, fairly wide corridors. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. How about you, David? Uh, I want a Heroes for Hire beat 'em up. Ooh. Power Man, Iron cool. Fist, and the Daughters of the Dragon. Just like, just do so, like an old school like beat em a, up. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a, a double dragon kind yeah. of game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope, I could see that. Be dope as hell. Good answer. I never said what, what genre mine would be. I'm oh, sure you're right. What was your genre? I mean, I guess. I mean, it would be, like I said, whatever, what would you call, like, Armored Core or something like that? A mech piloting game. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I mean, I guess it would kind of like defy genres because it'd be part, you know, part, it wouldn't mech, be part sim. flight sim. It wouldn't be flight sim, but it would still it'd be, be like it'd be like a combination between Star uh, Fox. I was gonna say Armored Core and uh, Ace Combat, mm. or Ace Combat, yeah, Star Fox, Ace Combat, kind of, you know, mm-hmm. not flight sim, but you know, a a pilot game. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. You. you I'm I'm gonna go with what I thought you were gonna go with, which is the wheel of time. Yeah. Any goddamn thing, like a MMO, <laughs> uh fantasy, first person, I don't give a shit. It's a popular fucking book series. We had one game in the late nineties, early two thousands that blew all the goats. Wheel wheel of time a telltale game. There you go. Or, or I, honestly, I would like like. Here's the thing: they were gonna do a game, and Obsidian was attached, mm. and it fell apart oh. because the current rights holders 
Well, at the time, rights holders. Well, it's still Red Eagle, apparently. Well, they own. They still have some rights, but they lost a lot of them. Okay, good. Well, I hope somebody fucking makes a Wheel of Time game and doesn't suck. Well, Amazon has the rights, and they still haven't done anything with the licensing. So yeah, they're like, like other than four the, the shitty T-shirts. They're doing the show, and like they they revoked a lot of people. There's a really great uh, kind of independent. A t-shirt maker called uh, Tavira and Tees. I have a couple of their shirts. Same. They're always at Dragon Con. Um, and they, like, once Amazon picked up the rights, they ended their merchandising rights, but haven't really backfilled that, you know, vacancy. Yeah. Which is weird. It's like, you know, why would you, because obviously someone's getting that, you know, royalty. Why would you stop that just to not do anything yeah. to fill its place. You're mm. shooting yourself in the foot, damn it. Mm. Sure. Yep. So that's that's mine. I want a I want a fantasy game. MMO would be great, or just like, um, Skyrim or something. And, and I really thought that uh, that Amazon game they did. What was it called? The New World. New World. Yeah. Yeah. I really thought that that was kind of like, you know, getting their feet wet for them to do like game development and do something with like either wheel of time or uh lord of the rings, lord of the rings. and they haven't done either mm. like, nope like no, i can understand not. if they were going to do that and you know do this media push with lord of the rings maybe because lord of the rings just kind of like i won't say it sucked i enjoyed, I enjoyed it too, rings yeah. of power uh, it was not it was, it was just it didn't matter i mean it, it mattered like internally like you know the stuff the characters internally matter to the show like sure i know but I like mean, the show in and of itself it's another one of those i know where these people end up well yeah, yeah so yeah i I, I had fun i'll watch season 2 when it comes out i my other problem is they they gave lord of the rings like a bill they paid a billion dollars for that and wheel of time got like 45 dollars in a pack oh, of yeah. elvitas no i <laughs> i agree that the them you know paying obscene amounts of money for that and then you know stiffing other productions yeah know, sucks yeah but i don't it doesn't make me hate it it just makes me hate the culture behind it yeah yep yep and you know the fact that it you know it paid all this licensing money and it, it it looks fine but it does not look you know it doesn't look like a billion dollars I'll tell you that yeah that was that was real like I I'm I'm thinking a lot of it was licensing to the Tolkien estate oh yeah no yeah. it was yeah. undoubtedly um that was that was definitely a hey we want to make this a Tolkien for like no we don't want you to and they threw what out, if we gave you like a quarter of a billion no no. And Tolkien just probably threw out some number. And, and Amazon was like, okay. They wrote the check, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, that's that's it. Well, how about some birthdays real quick? I got a couple Oh, yeah, let's do birthday. Uh, can we also talk about the fact that we lost two people this week? Well, we lost it, it Bob is. Barker. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, uh, in fact, the first birthday I'm going to mention is Paul Rubens. Oh, dang. Yeah, so uh, it's August 27th here, so we're using the 27th. So yeah, Paul Rubens, unfortunately, you know, passed away just a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we also before. lost Bob Barker and we lost uh, uh, Arlene Sorkin. Which, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that was a punch to the gut right there. Yeah, yeah. I just everybody's gonna like think about Bob Barker in the context of like spay and neuter your pets or the priceless wrong bitch, but for mm-hmm. me, it's 
your garbage, human garbage from Futurama. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 for me, it's just, you know, the price is right because yeah. I watched so much yeah. of it as a oh, kid. Oh, yeah. Every but, day I wasn't in but, school, yeah, I was yeah, watching. Like when I was summer vacation or when I was sick, you know, it was The Price is Right. Hey, funny story. I remember I was sick one day watching The Price is Right, and uh, they interrupted it with a news alert. I was like, this better be good, and the Challenger had exploded. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. Well, I was like, oh, no. And, and it, Go ahead. And kind of a, like, personal story we have someone we know we've known them forever <laughs> he's a patron of ours <clears throat> oh yeah that's right he's a patron i forgot about that but uh he had a running thing like in the early 2000s where this was in the era before people really knew that you could you know fudge things on the internet so he mm -hmm. would frequently uh he was in college at the time yeah and he would like you know change some html code and have you know the headline be you know bob barker dies and like print that out and post it around campus or mm -hmm. you know do a you know internal web page and send the yeah. link out yeah and so so that was his his running thing for a long time in fact at uh the colts new stadium they're building a stadium he bought one of those bricks you know you pay the have the customized brick laid at the Mm -hmm. the place mm -hmm. and it says in loving memory of bob barker <laughs> oh shit yeah and so that that's there immortalized yeah he he had a whole thing yeah. going there and so once this happened of course i had to uh comment on facebook and say this is all your fault yep <laughs> well well speaking of the price is right our next uh, birthday is a former price is right um uh player and that's yeah. aaron paul from Breaking Bad. Really? Yeah, because he was on Price is Right. You get, there's a great clip of him doing kind of like the Jesse Pinkman, like, what? Expression. Um, <laughs> oh, but yeah, he, he was on uh, Price is Right at one point, but of course he's Aaron Paul. Um, you know, right. Jesse Pinkman. All right. Um, so yeah, happy birthday there to Aaron go. Paul. Happy birthday to Peter Stormare. Who? Um, the, the psycho in um, Fargo. Okay. Yeah, the okay. one who was palling around with Steve oh. Buscemi, put him through the wood chipper. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the Swedish guy. Yeah, yeah. Peter Stormare. Uh, Satan. Good Satan actor. from uh, 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 yeah. uh, Constantine. Yeah. He was, he was, he was in the uh, the Volkswagen commercials. Oh yeah. snap! Oh yeah. snap! Yeah, he, he's okay, a good yeah. actor, man. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. he is. Also, happy birthday to Sarah Chalk from uh, Scrubs and Rick and Morty. Oh dang! Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, yeah, it's Morty's mom. Mm hmm. And then also, uh, let's see, Mike Smith from Trailer Park Boys, Bubbles. It's Bubbles' birthday today. So I'm, I'm Happy excited. Happy Bubbles Day. Yeah, I love Trailer Park no. Boys. So, yeah, when just a few names this week, but. Yeah. Whenever whenever I see him, I have to wonder. Yeah, he, he didn't have to wear glasses before, probably, but after wearing those so much, he probably needed them afterwards. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I they they fucked up his eyes big time. I'll send you a picture of him. Um, just wearing mag, basically magnifying glasses. Well, this is all him the without the. This is him without the glasses now, and like, yeah, it looks like it probably did some shit to his eyes. Let me post that photo. Sorry, I have to scroll through all these. Things. There we go. Oh wow! Yeah, like you oh. can tell it fucked up his eyes. Yeah, suffering for your art, I guess. Yeah. Um, but well. you know, he he gave me Trailer Park Boys, so. 
you know, worth it. Yep, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> All right. So glad your eyes are destroyed. <laughs> so <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, so, any more birthdays? Uh, no, that was it. Um, so I right. wanted to mention that. I also want to apologize for not having because um, when we recorded two weeks ago, I forgot my affirmation. So that's fine. Yeah. I've got mine. Well, thank so, you. So we're gonna close, and our final thought for the night, which this is a long one. <laughs> um, you're in the right place at the right time, and you're doing the right thing because. You're doing it. Hmm. Wow. Thanks, Mike. Hmm. But what if I'm not doing anything? You're doing the right thing. But what if I should be, like, putting out the house fire? You're doing the right thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, that's it. You are now climbing out of the distraction hole. Gave you a so we will... Yep. We, we didn't really talk about Dragon Con, but there's not really much yep. to talk about. Not till we've been there. Well, yeah, and mm-hmm. that means that there's going to be no new episode next week. Yeah, next no week. new episode next week. So, we'll see you next time. So, until then, get fucked, piss boys. Sponsor us, piss boys. Sponsor us, piss boys. Stay dangerous and stay warm. <laughs> wow.